Hi, this is Yolanda. I'm sharing with you the Safe Dates curriculum. Thank you for joining me and um, I hope that these lessons and sessions help build up your confidence and help you to have a happy life in setting your boundaries and recognise how you want to be treated and how you want to treat others. This session is called How to Help Friends. There is a friends wheel and um, it will help you to know how to um, help your friend and why it's difficult sometimes for friends to leave abusive relationships. The learning outcome after you finish this session. Um, you will recognise the complexity of the decision to leave an abusive relationship and the many different opinions about when one should leave. You'll recognise the difficulty and fear that a friend in an abusive relationship may have in reaching out for help. You'll be able to describe a variety of ways to support a friend who is a victim of dating abuse. You'll be able to describe the community resources available for teens in abusive dating relationships. You'll be able to seek help if you're a victim of abuse or of abuse or are an abusive partner in a dating relationship part one um why don't people just leave part two why is it hard to get help part three how to help a friend part four community resources part five conclusion so um once again get your journal out make some notes so that you refresh your mind and so that you don't forget all these valuable lessons that you're learning. Um, we're going to draw a friend's wheel. So you're going to draw a nice big circle and divide it up into one, two, three, four, five, six sections. <clears throat> and in the centre, you're going to draw a little circle saying helping a friend. So the title is Friend's Wheel. You're going to divide it up into six sections with the centre very centre saying helping a friend okay so um, <clears throat> uh, let me um, help you with some background information um, this is to help you get help for someone else or for yourself all people can relate to the need to help friends. In the course of um, describing how to help friends or who are being abused, students who are in abusive relationships themselves will learn how to seek help too. Um, adolescents don't typically tell anyone about the abuse in their relationships. When they do confine someone, it's usually a friend. How friends respond to stories about abuse has a strong influence on how the abused person will feel about the abuse and whether or not she or he will seek help. Whether or not students have begun dating, they need to develop the skills to help a friend. These skills include understanding the complexity of the situation, not blaming the victim for the abuse, understanding the barriers to seeking help, knowing how to interact with a friend in need and being familiar with community resources Information related to each of these skills is discussed during session four and five. <clears throat> so, um, let's write down this 
this friend's will. <clears throat> so, the first, in the first section, write the heading, don't gossip. Talk in private. Don't tell other people without your friend's permission. The next heading, believe the story. Listen and believe your friend. Acknowledge feelings and let your friends know he or she is not alone. The next section, write the words, tell the person that he or she didn't deserve to be abused. The perpetrated abuse isn't your friend's fault. No one deserves to be abused. Section four of the will, write these words. Let your friend make his or her let me start again. Let your friend make his or her own decisions. Respect your friend's right to make a decision when she or he is ready. Each of us is an expert on our own life. Section five of the will <clears throat> make a safety plan. What has your friend done in the past to keep safe from the abuse? Is it working? Does she or he have a safe place to escape to if necessary. Section six of the will, give help. Know the resources in your community. Is there a hotline? What legal, medical or counselling options are available? So that is handout 11. You can write that in your journal. <clears throat> Let's get back to um, part one, which is entitled, why don't people just leave? The purpose of part one is to address the following questions that are frequently asked of victims in abusive relationships. Why do you stay? Why don't you just leave? Asking victims these questions lets them know that their situation is not fully understood. This may cause them to withdraw or make them feel as if they're being blamed for the abuse. To help a friend, one needs to be aware of the complexity of abusive relationships. Today, you're going to discuss how you can help a friend in an abusive relationship. People often turn to friends for help in these situations. To be supportive, you need to understand just how complex abusive relationships can be and how difficult it can be to reach out for help. The first activity asks you to pretend you're in, abuse, in an abusive relationship and you have to make some difficult choices about staying and trying to fix it or leaving. So, in your um, journal, write the words, I want to stay, I want to leave, signs. I'm going to read a story about a boy named Josie, about his girlfriend Maria. As I read the story, I want each, I want you to pretend that you are Josie. People often go back and forth in their thinking about a relationship, trying to decide whether to stay or to leave. People also break up and then get back together again. Your movements are going to represent Josie's thoughts. When I say something that makes you want to stay in the relationship, <clears throat> write down or put a tick or a smiley face, I want to stay. Under your heading, I want to stay. When I say something that makes you want to leave the relationship, 
right or draw a smiley face or a sad face I want to leave sign <clears throat> I'm going to read to you Josie's story I met Maria in high school when I was a freshman she's hot and everyone wants to be with her she's the only one I ever think about everyone says I'm so lucky to have her for a girlfriend so this other girl, Ebony, <clears throat> started flirting with me and told me she liked me. Maria found out and got up in Ebony's face and they fought. I guess Maria won because Ebony hasn't even looked at me since then. Maria makes me feel so awesome. She's so popular, but she always says that she needs me feel like the coolest guy in school. She can be demanding though. She doesn't want me to even look at other girls. I don't really look at anyone else, but she's always so sure that I'm checking out my other options. She can get pretty jealous. Maria is the hottest girl in school. Why would I even look at other girls? Going out with her was great though. It feels like we're in our own little world. For my birthday, we went to a movie and hung out in the parking lot with a bunch of my friends. It was fun, but after my friends left, it was even better. She gave me a gold chain and told me that she loved me. One day after my birthday, she got really mad when she was trying to call me and I didn't answer my phone because it was dead. She said she, was, she really needed to talk to me, but couldn't get a hold of me. When I asked her what was wrong, she just said it didn't matter anymore. Since then, she always wants to know where I'm going, even if I'm just playing basketball with my brothers. If I go somewhere without telling her, she'll always call or text me on my phone constantly and then accuse me of being somewhere I shouldn't be. Usually she's convinced that I'm out with another girl, even though that's not true. Sometimes when we have these fights, she throws things at me or slaps me. It never hurts. I know that she's just mad because she loves me so much. My parents raised me never to hit a girl, so I just stand there. She has quite a temper. Things are getting worse. Yesterday at the mall, she pinched me because she thought I was looking at another girl. I've pushed her away a couple of times, but it only makes it worse. Every once in a while, I get so frustrated with her mood swings that I try to break up with her. She always comes back smoke and crying. I love you. I need you. She says she's sorry. And that she can be a bad girlfriend sometimes. But that if I love her, I'll help her work through these things. Whenever that happens, I remember how cool she can be. The last time I tried to break up, she got embarrassed. But explained everything to me and made me promise not to tell anyone. Her family is really abusive. Her dad hits both her and her mum. She says that she hates him and doesn't want to be like him. Maria doesn't want to hurt me. She would be the perfect girlfriend if she learned to control her temper and stop getting so jealous. I know she loves me.
so if you didn't get those um just rewind and listen to them again but every time i pause after each comment um think of a happy face or a sad face whether you want to stay or be want to leave <clears throat> as you can see abusive relationships can be very complicated each of you made different decisions at different points in the story we all have different priorities those of you who chose I want to stay why would you remain in a relationship with Maria can anyone think of reasons why Josie might want to stay with Maria a while longer there are good reasons um, we all have good reasons for staying but there are lots of reasons that people don't want to leave a relationship even if it is abusive when you ask a victim of abuse why don't you just leave the person may think you're blaming him or her for the abuse Asking this question shows that you don't completely understand your friend's problem. People stay for many different reasons. Because they're in love, because they think the bad parts will go away and the good parts will stay, because they feel responsible for the abuse, because they blame themselves, because they want to help the person, and many more reasons. In the rest of this session and in the next session, you will learn more about how to help a friend who is in an abusive dating relationship by showing that you understand how complicated the relationship is and how to provide him or her with information about how to leave the relationship. Part two, why is it hard to get help? This part is to acknowledge the difficulty of seeking help and to describe why people who are victims of abuse often do not seek help. There are three reasons for addressing the barriers to seeking help. One, so friends understand why a victim of abuse may be hesitant to reach out. Two, so students in abusive relationships feel understood. And three, so students realise that getting help is difficult for most people in abusive relationships. As you help a friend in an abusive relationship, it's important to understand that reaching out for help is difficult. This may be a time when your friend really needs you, but unless you understand his or her fears, you won't be able to give helpful, supportive advice. Why do you think it might be difficult to tell someone about abuse or violence in a dating relationship? I want you to write down in your journal why you think it might be difficult. These are some barriers to getting help. Some reasons. Fear of hurting their dating partner's feelings. Fear that the friend who they confide in will tell them to end the relationship. Fear of losing independence from one's parents. Fear of getting into trouble with one's parents. Fear that people will not understand, will blame them or won't believe what's happened. Not knowing how or where to get help. Fear of retaliation from the abusive dating partner. Not knowing how to leave or improve the situation. Embarrassment. 
fear of being judged, not trusting that what he said will be kept confidential, not wanting to admit that it's a real problem. Part three, how to help a friend. The purpose of this part is to um, show several important aspects of interacting with a friend who's in an abusive relationship. <clears throat> now, say that a friend tells you about his or her abusive dating relationship. You understand that he or she must be weighing a lot of options and is confused because he or she cares a lot about his or her dating partner. In addition, you can imagine some of your friend's fears about seeking help. So what do you do? Turn to the friend's will that you've made, the friend's will poster, and look at ways that you can help. Have a look at the words that have been written down. The friend's will shows you ways to help a victim of abuse. In the centre of the will, you'll see the phrase helping a friend. Teens in abusive relationships are more likely to turn to a friend than an adult or professional. If a friend comes to you upset or in trouble, it's important to be supportive and helpful. The friend's will shows six different ways to help a friend in an abusive relationship. Let's think about what each section of this will would mean in real life. What do you think is meant by don't gossip? How could you make your friend feel like you're having a private or confidential conversation? Possible answers. Your friends should be able to trust you not to spread the news around school or even to your circle of friends. To confide in you, a friend needs to know his or her story will be kept private. What would you say or do in a conversation to show a friend that you believe the story? Possible answers. Listen and tell your friend you believe her or him Acknowledging feelings and let your friend know she or he isn't alone. What would you say to let a friend know that he or she didn't deserve to be abused? Possible answers. Tell your friend that he or she did not deserve it. The abuse isn't his or her fault. No one deserves to be abused. Point out potential negative consequences of the abuse. What does it mean to let your friend make his or her own decisions? Possible answers. Respect your friend's right to make decisions in his or her life when he or she is ready. Acknowledge that your friend is the expert on his or her life. What should your friend ask himself or herself when creating a safety plan? Possible answers. What has your friend tried to do in the past to keep safe from the abuse? Is it working? Does she or he have a place to go if an escape is necessary? What are some of the ways that you could give help? Possible answers. Know the resources in your community. Be a good listener. Believe the friend. Each of these ways of providing support, encouragement and respect gives victims of dating abuse strength to deal with their situation. Part 4. 
community resources. This is where we look at local resources available to teenagers in abusive relationships. One of the important ways to help a friend is to connect him or her with professionals who know how to help teens in abusive relationships. These professionals can help your friend think about all of his or her options. In addition, because of their special training, these people can help a victim of abuse develop a safety plan, whether or not he or she wants to remain in the relationship, in the relationship or protect himself or herself after breaking up with the person. There is a handout, handout 12, Dating Abuse, Who Can Help? And that's the title, so write that in your journal. And write down the heading, people at school that can help. And the other heading, who can help in our community. Um, there are two national teen dating abuse and date rape hotlines and local crisis lines that are listed. Um, I'll read these ones are for... America and there are ones that you can check for England and Australia or wherever you live in the world so these are the numbers other resources National Teen Dating Abuse Helpline 1-866-331-9474 Rape Abuse and Incest National Network um, RAIN one 800-656-4673 National Domestic Violence Hotline 1-800-799-7233 Break the Cycle www.breakthecycle.org The Safe Space www.thesafespace.org that's not cool, www.thatsnotcool.com National Youth Violence Prevention Resource Centre, www.safeyouth.org That is some, but just um, look online and see what's available in your area. And there's Child's Line in England that you can phone up for help. Um, there are many resources. There are people in your school that will be able to help. Um, and there are also people in the community and there are also community organisations. Other people in our community are also ready to talk to teens who need help with abusive relationships. Um, as I say, research online. Part 5 Conclusion It's important to talk to someone if you're in an abusive relationship. Even though it's hard and sometimes scary to talk about abuse, talking is often the first step to making a change. Whether or not you want to leave a relationship, talking can help you figure out what's happening to you and what decisions you need to make. In addition to seeking help, it's important to reconnect with your friends and family members. Abuse often isolates victims. 
if you are in um, a family, if your um, parent is abusive or being abused, um, there are also, there's also help. There are things such as women's refuges um, that um, your mum can go to. So look online and find out the details. Thank you for listening. We'll carry on in the next session, the next episode, Helping Friends.